Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Kiss me, baby. Let the fire get morning to you. It's Pastors Live. Hey guys, we are on Tuesday, November 15th, and we have got a full studio today with people that I love. Unfortunately, Pastor Ty and Pastor Dave and the rest of the crew are still in Israel having the time of their life. Man, we're jealous, yeah? Gary, maybe next year we can do a Pastors Live from Israel. Man, wouldn't that be cool? That would be bomb. Yeah, let's But go. anywho, we're not in Israel. We're no. in Idaho Falls. So in the studio, we've got to my left, drum roll please, dun 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 dun, dun Dean from Water Springs Pocatello. <laughs> How you doing, Dean? <laughs> Good. Joyful as always. always. Under glass, we've got Gary, the man, the myth, the legend, Ooh, Sir hi, Gary. Hey, How you Gary. doing? <laughs> hi, guys. Gary's awesome. He does all of our uh, engineering here at the Rev. He's the fun manager. Fun. Yeah, you and guys he does are fun. a killer job, man. Killer job. Across from Gary, we have the one, the only. Dr. James Runcorn. Bonjour. Oh, he's French today. <laughs> right on. Do you actually know how to speak French? No. <laughs> <laughs> right on. And you are? Uh, I am Pastor Shane, and we have two very special guests today in the studio. Again, they came uh, back. I know, they came back. They like <laughs> us. So, to my right, we've got Alan from the BGA. It's good to be here. Thank you. Good to have you, man. And sitting next to him from the BGA as well, John. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I have my green coffee, greenhouse coffee in front of me, so I'm oh, good. Right on. <laughs> that, that's that's cool. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hey, if you want your greenhouse coffee, you can head over to Greenhouse Coffee and pick up the new monthly specials. I don't know what they are because I only drink black coffee, but... You can go check them out because typically we get good reviews on them. And it's Tuesday. It's which Tuesday. Means they got donuts. Tell them, Donut Man. Donuts from they where? They got donuts from Amazing Glaze in Pocatello. No way. They order all the way from Pocatello. It's Come true. up here. And they're shipped in. That's crazy. Have yeah, you guys I ever had an Amazing Glaze donut? <laughs> no. So, I'm not that big of a sweet oh, guy, but Amazing Glaze does it really well. So, they are potato donuts. And you can get them on Tuesday, every single Tuesday, at 
Greenhouse coffee. You can also get them every Saturday evening after the service in the Fellowship Hall and Sunday mornings after each service in the Fellowship (laughs) Hall. Hey, we're pushing Greenhouse. Oh, that's right. (laughs) It's true. I thought we were pushing the Fellowship here that happens at Water Springs. And at Greenhouse. There's a lot of Fellowship that happens. It's not about the donuts, it's about the Fellowship, the community, the Acts 242. Not only do we devote ourselves to the teaching of the Word, but Fellowship, breaking bread, even though they're donut bread. Uh, or, you know, still, it's bread. Yeah, it's potato it's bread. potato mm-hmm. bread. Yeah. I feel like it's I great. haven't lived because I haven't had potato donuts yet. Oh, oh dude, you have got to try one. Okay. I'm the maple you. bar. I'm biased. This is biased. But the, the maple bar from Amazing Glaze with the potato-based dough is delicious. Woo-woo. What kind of donuts do you guys like? Man, I don't eat a lot of donuts. I don't look like it, but I don't. <laughs> so he do not eat donuts. You do not. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned being from Georgia. So were you familiar with Krispy Kreme? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, now correct me when the hot now signs on. You will yes. stop no matter what. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you serve in law enforcement? I did. I, I thought did. You so did. I, I've heard all of those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so we, he, you met Tim Rupp then, right? I did. Good. Sure did. Good. I was going to say, if you haven't, we got to get those guys together. Thank you for so all that you've done. How, how did our, you? How did you go from law enforcement to the Billy Graham? Actually, I served in law enforcement back in the nineties uh, on patrol. And uh, then helped develop the school resource officer program hmm. in the school system in Western North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then God called me into ministry, served three church staffs. I've served in some mission and evangelism. And uh, then uh, coming on board actually first with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association to do the law enforcement appreciation ministry mm-hmm. that we launched last year. And, um, and then have just recently moved over to the crusade team. I love it. I love it. So were you saved when you were on patrol? I was. I had uh, actually just recommitted my life um, right when I went into law enforcement, and uh, God really gave me some neat opportunities. Um, I was going to ask you about that. Did you ever ever just have that tugging of the Holy Spirit to you're on a traffic stop or or you're dealing with with a perp or whatever, and you're – Whatever, did you ever have that tug of the Holy Spirit to just go preach the gospel to them? I have, brother, and I've actually led people to Christ on domestic calls in their living room, oh. and um, and even others. I led a gentleman to the Lord one night in my patrol car, um, transporting oh. him from a prison uh, in eastern North Carolina back to uh, Asheville, North Carolina, and had an opportunity to lead him to Christ that night. Man, I love it. That's awesome. That almost ties directly into uh, one of the verses from our daily reading in Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, 23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. And for you to serve in any capacity, law enforcement, whatever, you hold to that unswervingly and you will be led by the Holy Spirit to preach the gospel to people who didn't expect to hear a message of hope. You know, that particular night I watched God move in such a unique and special way to where when I returned back to the courthouse mm-hmm. where he was supposed to have four warrants on him, the magistrate has yet to locate those four warrants. She signed his release papers, wow. dismissed him, and he said, ma'am, can I tell you something? This officer just led me to Christ at the bottom of Old Fort Mountain in the mm-hmm. back of his patrol car. He told me God would wipe my slate clean. 
and I assume he took care of my four wants. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's Woo. awesome. So the I other week it, we were talking oh. about miracles, right? Yeah. And how <laughs> God uses miracles to witness verify the word. and verify himself yeah. to unbelievers and people who, who need his salvation, right? Boom. Yet another well, testimony. You, you know that. the judges remembered that from that day on too exactly you know, that if you were to ask you her forget if you were to ask that magistrate about it today she will never forget that night it's been talked about many times <laughs> man that I, is I love awesome it. i just I, I just get so jazzed you guys don't understand i i clapped a second ago but it's everything i can do just not to jump up and man i just i Touch get so <laughs> but, but here's the cool thing sorry here's a cool thing is you don't have to be in law enforcement. You don't have to be in as a pastor. You can do this right where you're at. I had oh, an man. old boss that told me when I when I worked for Cable One, he wasn't he wasn't a Christian. Uh, he did he he was part of a religion or whatever. And I was talking to him and I said, Hey man, I go I I just got got to tell you, I this is who I am. It's gonna come out. I'm working in people's homes. It's going to come out when I see somebody hurting. I have to share with them the 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 love of Christ. And, and, and the joy that comes with that. And he goes, he goes, look, Dean, he goes, this is what I'll tell you. Never kick the door open, but if they crack it, drive a Mack truck through it. And, <laughs> and that is, that is what I've, I've held to for the last 20 years of, of my employment is just going, Lord, open the door, you open the door and I'll drive a truck through it. You know, and sometimes I legitimately drove a truck. So, you know. My lieutenant and I had a code that I would speak across the radio that he knew for communications to leave me along if I was on a domestic dispute and it had gone spiritual. I would give him a certain oh, signal yeah. across the radio <laughs> and they knew to leave me alone that I was going to be praying with somebody in a few minutes. That oh, is awesome. <laughs> so just a question for all the skeptics out there. How often did this particular court system lose and misplace warrants and other charges? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious because I bet it wasn't a commonplace thing. You know, I never knew of another situation like that particular one that I, that I shared. That was just such a Jesus moment. Um, and I followed up with that gentleman uh, come to find out, he was the only person in his family not saved. I took him that night to his uncle's house, who was a pastor, <laughs> and they had fellowship because the, his uncle told me that night, he said, Officer, I don't know who you are, but our entire family's been praying for this man for years, Ugh. and we've all shared the gospel with him, but God used you tonight to get through to him. So mm. um, he was baptized, followed up on, and uh, was living for the Lord last time I heard. I planted, Apollos watered. God gets the growth. Amen. Amen, man. I love that story. John, <laughs> what did you used to do before you got involved with the BJ? Now I'm curious. Not as dramatic as Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with uh, BGA since college. Uh, it's really all I know. It's all I know. And uh, for, for years, I was serving as a graphic designer. Really? Uh, doing wow. branding, doing... Logos, posters for crusades, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Billy Graham book covers. So that's why Look Up looks so good. Well, I didn't work on that. We got a great team. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great team back in Charlotte that does, they just, they serve, man. Yeah. They're like, you know, we get to be out here in Idaho Falls with pastors and people who are just excited about this. And then you got a whole team back there. It's almost like they're back, you know, taking care of, the baggage, like David, you know, was out fighting the battles. Yeah. Um, but they, they get to share in what happens here too, you know. 
So did so. you go to school for graphic design then? I did. I went to a Christian college for, for graphic design, ended up wow. working for Billy Graham. And then a few years ago, I just sensed a tug from the Lord to be, I don't know, more in the front lines. I'm not yeah. sure what you call it. And uh, been serving with Will Graham's team and just love it. I love that, man. Love so were you born into a Christian household? Born into a Christian uh, family. Dad was a pastor, church planning missionary, you know, was saved at four years old, baptized at eight. Um, and when I when I graduated from college, I did not want to work for a ministry. I had other plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, God, I'll do that, you know. And, of course, he changed it. And uh, there you go. I'm with, <laughs> I'm with you, God. <laughs> there you go. So it doesn't matter what background you have. This is what I love about testimonies. Whether you are on the front lines as a, a minister of justice, like Alan, whether you're in the back of his cop car, <laughs> like, like that gentleman. Or I mean the wiggler, or I mean... <laughs> or whether you're born into a Christian household and you stay strong in the faith and go to college for graphic design, the Lord uses it all. And so what I love about BGA is it takes that principle that we just shared and it puts it into practice right because we have a bunch of different people on our team for the bga so if if you're tuning in if you're like what is the bga it's the billy graham association and what you guys do is essentially you do these crusades around the nation or around the world right what what are some of the countries that you guys have gone to with with bga well, recently, um, Will Graham's father, Franklin, uh, had, he calls them festivals. He had them in Milan, Italy. What? In Italy? That's mm. crazy. Yeah. Brazil. Did you guys Brazil. get to go? Did you guys get to go to Italy? I didn't get or to Brazil. go on that trip. Oh, so man. just curious, like when we do the, the Will Graham celebration here and we have a Spanish section with a translator, what does it look like going to another country? Does he do it all in English without translators? How does, how does that look? They'll have translators and then... I mean, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association has actually had events where it was multiple, multiple languages being um, covered at, at that particular service um, that was cast at throughout the world. So, I mean, there, there's been places where they were translating 20 and 30 different languages for a single event. So, so okay, so I've been, like, down to Mexico, and, you know, we're preaching the gospel and stuff. And so when you're teaching in, in a foreign country like that, it's you you talk you say a sentence and then you wait and they repeat it is that what's happening here or is it isolated to where it's pretty fluid and they just talk like we're talking and it's translated as they talk they're in another room listening and it's being translated as they talk and right it's very it. fluid okay. it's like the un <laughs> except for jesus man amen that is so cool and so the united nations the uk united kingdom capital k not no, I'm not talking about the British. I'm talking about the Royal UK. <laughs> United the, King, the Kingdom. It's the UKC, United Kingdom of Christ. There That's what know. I'm trying to say. <laughs> Don't mock me. I'm do, trying here. Do you want a shovel? <laughs> it's the, K, it's the UKC and XL. No, it's the it's KOG, the Kingdom of God. Right. <laughs> Where's our translator? We need him right now. <laughs> Sorry, I usually it's don't speak cog, in tongues. The it's cog. <laughs> problem here hello governor hello (laughs) puppet all right so now so we we have 
BGA here, they have a huge team, a huge team. Uh, uh, to be able to pull off an international crusade with 30 interpreters, essentially, that's insane. How how? Well, we have a complete international or uh, internet evangelism department that does an amazing job, um, and they man their team takes it, puts it all together, and makes it happen. I mean, they uh, they do it with excellence. Yeah, I love it because uh, Paul says there's no neither Jew nor Greek, barbarian, Scythian, male, female, none of that, right? And so, you know, we as the kingdom of God, as the <laughs> as the united kingdom, as James would call it. <laughs> there is no distinction between us because we're all brothers and sisters. We're all the Imago Dei created in the image of God. And, uh, you know, to be able to pull that off successfully is what the body of Christ does, period. Right. Well, and, and I love how God is used, you know, we, we were talking a few minutes ago where, you know, your background versus your background and and God's taking both of those vastly different backgrounds and he's married them up together along with the rest of your team. And I, and, and I would, I would venture a guess that every, you talk to 15 different people from your team and you have 15 different stories of a background, you know, but they all add flavor to where you're at. And God's taking all of those equippings that you've been through and he's using them for both of you. Is there ever a day that goes by that you don't go, man, I credit this to something I learned back here? I see it every day. Every day. Every day. Right? And But the gifts that God instilled in you are necessary to help John. Yes. And, and the gifts that God has instilled in John are necessary to help Alan. Amen. And Eben and so on and so forth. And so he takes each one of us where we're at. He lets us all go through our own... Um, you know, he, he guides us and directs us and equips us for the work that he has for us. And now fast forward to present day. You're talking the early 90s. I don't know how old you are, John. Probably my age, th- mid-30s, somewhere in there. Older. Go up. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You look pretty good, man. I'm 37. Older. Go but, up. So here's a compliment. Hit John's birthday is one day before mine, and you've never said that to me. So, John, that's awesome. We're almost... James and I are almost like twins. Almost. <laughs> so actually, actually, in all honesty, John, you actually look so much. I'll show you a picture of my my uh, cousin from California, uh, the Whit Holmes. But um, you look like my cousin uh, uh, Matthew. Is yes. he in trouble? No, no, he's actually a very, very, very. He's an awesome kid. He's an okay, amazing kid. That's awesome. But it, anyway, my point is, is, is God has brought each one of you here for a date for for this time for this purpose. And it doesn't mean it's the end of it. I mean, obviously, God is going to keep using you guys. But I just I just love hearing the different stories and, and how it intertwines. You know so. what I love is the launch date. The official launch date is January 26th, 2023. That's right. And that's at the waterfront. But that's the launch, like the public launch. But way before that, this has been covered and bathed in prayer. And that says, regardless of your decades of experience with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, and regardless of each of your individual uh, you know, years of experience doing what you do or being moved into a new portion of the ministry, you still say, Lord God, we surrender this all to you. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And that's exactly what I see reflected in what you do here. That says there is no pride. There's no arrogance. This is all a spirit of humility moving forward to be obedient to what God has called you. And then that prayer meeting the other night at River of Life Church, I mean, that was just 
saying, God, we're all on our knees and we invite you to guide, lead, and direct this entire process. I really hope that if nothing else, the churches in Idaho Falls follow suit in our ministries where we say, yeah, we've got some experience. We've got some uh, uh, ways that God has equipped us. However, we will always be on our knees first, inviting the power of the Holy Spirit to lead, direct, and guide us in whatever we do. Because without God opening the doors, without God giving the green light, without God carrying us through with his power and using us when we make ourselves available to what he's going to do through us, there's no point. It's just a flop. Yeah. I, I repeat this verse like a broken record, but it's a good verse. So whatever. John six forty four. Jesus says, no man can come to me unless the father draws him and then I will raise him up on the last day. Right. And so when we soak these meetings in prayer, we are asking for the father to draw people unto himself. And, and that's another way. So if you're a listener right now and you didn't catch any other part as to how you can be involved, please pray, pray, and continue to pray for God's work to redeem and restore the lost through what's happening here. Let's say they are in ministry and they do want to get involved. If you're a oh. team leader or involved any way in your church, guys, how do they get involved with BGA? They can... If you come to the Christian Life and Witness classes or the Pursuit version, the student version, mm-hmm. um, you can volunteer to be a counselor. And you can stand next to somebody who makes a decision for Christ at the Mountain America Center and walk them through. Uh, you can be on the welcome team, just being the face of Jesus that smiled, just you know, inviting them in. Uh, those are two ways. And then mm-hmm. we need prayer. I mean, come to the prayer meetings, just pray. Right now, you can start thinking of people who really are far from God that you know in your life. We all have friends, relatives, loved ones. Man, just just start praying for them now and then invite them to the event in September. Right. And if you want information about dates and times, uh, Shane at watersprings.net, James at watersprings.net, uh, pastors live at the rev.fm, however you want to get an, a hold of us to get actual information as to when is, when some of these dates are happening, we would be more than happy to share that with you. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, is there going to be a website in the future for Look Up Idaho Falls? It will. It's going to be lookuptour.org forward slash Idaho Falls. Lookuptour.com. Org. Org. Dot org. Lookuptour.org forward slash Idaho Falls to get more information. I love that. I love that, guys. Hey, we are out of time for today. We are just so blessed to be able to just talk and share what God is doing in the valley, what God is doing in our lives. We hope that you all have a blessed day. Remember to go say hello to my wife at Greenhouse Coffee. (laughs) And God, I think, I think, I don't know, Gary, but I think we might have a drive-thru window. I I, I think so. I think it's there. I think it's there too. If we don't, I'm so sorry. (laughs) God bless you guys. You are loved. You are family. Bye-bye.
News Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, The Rev.